0: Hey everyone, this is The Beast with Rex and the Beast. On the line with me here is Rex, and we are excited to be back with you talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Rex, in case you didn't realize, Halloween Horror Nights is right around the corner. Did you know?
1: I did know. I did, and I'm excited. Uh, This is going to be a unique experience, getting to experience the... HHN after a cancellation, uh, something that obviously we have never done. No one has ever done um, in Orlando until now. So I'm looking forward to it. I just hope Florida holds it together, so uh, you know we don't have to go in there with the uh, hazmat suits on. Well, that's exactly right. We've got a lot to do. We are discussing all of the Halloween
0: Horror Nights events that we have attended since their. Since we started attending them way back at HHN 13, we're ranking every maze. We are up to Halloween event number 24 and 25. So we're glad you're with us. Let's do it. Yeah, Rex, so we have been ranking all of the mazes that we have personally participated in beginning at Halloween Horror Nights 13, that was our first year, and we did this four-tier system. We may just need to review and update our people on this because some people could be listening for the first time, who haven't been with us before, and others may have just forgotten. But we, we decided to take every maze from Halloween Horror Nights and put them into one of four tiers, and we name these tiers based off of scare zones so tier one is immortal island this is the best of the best if you are in a tier one that this is as good of a haunted house as you can possibly get tier two is port of evil tier two houses are still very good so worth it but just didn't quite make that tier one level tier three night prey these houses are fun you know we would have been smiling we would have enjoyed them but definitely not in that one and two ranking. They're, they're starting to get a little bit more toward the bottom. And then tier four, Toxic City. Uh, these are the worst of the worst for us, the ones that we just don't think have much to offer. Now, there's all kinds of limitations to this. This is mine and your experience of the years that we went in that particular moment. I mean, let's just talk real quick again about how you and I could go through a maze and then five hours later with different staff, personnel turnover, different characters. It could be a completely different experience. So you and I are basing this on what we experienced when we walked through them.
1: Yeah, we've made this very clear in the past uh, when we do the rankings of the, of the houses for each individual year, that it is quite clear at this point that there can be vast differences in how you perceive and enjoy a house based upon what crew you have in, based upon what time of the night you go through it, based upon what time of the uh, month or two months now that you go. So absolutely this is based upon hours. The vast, vast majority of these, we only went through one time. We got one time to experience it, and this is the rankings from that one time.
0: Yep. You can go on the website, and you can see we have an updated list. As we're doing these podcasts, we're updating the list. You can see where all of the mazes are based on those four tiers. See what you think. If you agree, if you disagree, it might be fun for you to see how we have ranked the Halloween Horror Nights mazes. Today, we're going to do Halloween Horror Nights 24 and 25. That's 2,000 and what, 14, 2015, right? Halloween Horror Nights 24 and 25. So let's start with HHN 24. And oh boy, Rex, was this an unbelievable event. Your thoughts just on the event overall?
1: Well, we've talked about it many times over the years uh, when we try to decide what was our greatest HHN experience what was our favorite event Um, and 24 is always in the discussion as to whether it's number one or number two I don't believe it ever drops below number one or number two and it was a unbelievably great event I I don't think 23 was one of the the great events of all time and so it was awesome to come back I mean 23 I think was good but it wasn't top-level 24 it's hard to argue that it, made, it is not the best event since we've been going from HHN 13.
0: Yeah, I think it is. I think it's the best. We've had some great ones, uh, as we know. I mean, we've had some unbelievable events. Every Halloween Horror Nights event is good, but 24 was just a step above for us. So let's walk through the mazes, place them in their appropriate tier, and I'm going to start, let's just start, I mean, let's just start with the bad boy and what, in my opinion, probably remains the greatest maze of any HHN event, and that is Halloween. This could have gone either way, because I'm such a diehard Halloween fan, the 1978 original John Carpenter classic, and in our video, at the beginning of the video, as we're walking into Universal Studios Florida, you say, we have some trepidation here, and the reason you said we have trepidation is because we were so concerned that this maze was going to fall flat. When you take the greatest horror movie of all time, and you turn it into a haunted house, it just has so much potential to be horrible. But Halloween at HHN 24 was really just a tribute to the movie, and you're walking through the movie scenes. I don't know if they had done something like that before. It, definitely not to the level that they did with this particular maze where you're literally just walking through the movie which is all of our dreams i mean you're seeing sam loomis shoot michael myers you're seeing him in the kitchen you know n- with the, the the knife and uh, all of the all of the epic scenes the cars he's killing uh oh, oh man all the names are escaping right now nancy loomis is who plays the actress but he's in the back seat and he's strangling you know uh the actress in the car i mean just every scene is right there for you to walk through and we left just with our minds blown this is definitely a tier one house it's near impossible to beat the halloween
1: maze it it met and destroyed our expectations at how good it was because as i did mention in the video we were concerned uh didn't know that it could be done as solidly as they did it i do believe this is one of those interesting houses that it, people may not rate it quite as highly if they do not know and love the Halloween uh, movie. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of things that are amazing for people that know it well and are great about it. And you and I talk about this all the time about all kinds of movies and things about how you get in the know when you really know them and love them and this is one of those moments is the people like us that knew it really, really well you could not help but just be blown away by the way that they um, interpreted it and, and put it out there for us in this house. Yep, absolutely. All right, man, you take one. Okay, well, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop down to one that uh, I think I had a little more uh, love for than you did in this one, um, in 24, and that is uh, from Dust Till Dawn. And okay. we have du- from Dust Till Dawn in tier two, and I, I am a big fan of the movie from Dustal Dawn. I did not know the TV show as well, uh, which in effect this was more based on, I think more than the, the movie, but uh, it was, you know, was it's in tier two for a reason. It wasn't perfect, wasn't great, but I, I think they did a good job with the uh, the opening and the the first few uh, set pieces and scenes were, were great. The the part that I recall that we didn't uh, love as much is we, we thought, thought it started and ended fairly strong, but through the middle there wasn't a lot happening. Um, and again, I don't know if that was partially when we went through or not, but the bottom line is I enjoyed it. I like the From Dusk Till Dawn sort of uh, IP out there, if you will, so I enjoyed it quite a bit and we got it in tier two.
0: Yeah, I remember that final scene was was like a shootout with just all this violence and characters characters all over the place. and You kind of had to work your way around them as you were getting out. And that was a really effective scene. It wasn't quite as just you're in this narrow hallway that's really linear. You know, there's like pool tables and stuff. So I thought that was a really cool scene. Uh, The overall atmosphere was fun. But yeah, it just seemed like the middle of it wasn't as immersive as the beginning and the end. So Tier 2 is where that one goes. Next Let's talk about The Walking Dead, the end of the line. Uh, this is the third Walking Dead house that HHN put together. At this point, I think most HHN fans were like, okay, we're, we're, we're getting kind of tired of The Walking Dead. Let's move on to something else. But this was actually a pretty darn good house. Uh, it was huge, absolutely huge. Uh, I don't know if you remember, just the, the, the size of this thing was so, so massive. Um, but it was really good. Uh, we, I remember that towards the middle, you enter into this grocery store kind of set piece. And from that point forward, everything was amazing. Uh, next is this massive set with this crashed helicopter coming through the wall. Yeah, I uh, love the w- helicopter. Uh, yeah, man, a lot of good scares. Everything was good. There was a uh, this dark um, room with just all of the zombies coming at you with the strobe lights going and everything that was actually really scary so we this one surprised us we did not think that we were going to like it as much as we did uh but we did and you know we we don't want to just join the bandwagon of oh, walking dead is that we actually really liked it so this particular walking dead into the line goes into our tier two uh port of evil for pretty darn good
1: yeah no certainly i i think my favorite of the walking dead uh from the various ones i know we have Uh, We have one higher ranked I think from 22 in tier one, but I I really think if I compare those two I may have enjoyed this one even better, but um, All right. Well, let me uh, let's go the other way uh, on this one. How about the one and only 24 house uh, HHN 24 in tier four toxic city for us and that's giggle and gore Inc Uh, this people that follow Rex and the Beast would not be stunned to know that this was there because this is a clown house and we really dislike clown houses at this point Uh, I think they were maybe fairly cool back in 1979 but they've just been beaten to death and they just don't work for us as well as they do for other people that being said this was not a terrible town uh, clown house Yeah, as the clown as clown houses go it was okay and and it worked pretty well um, I um I remember there were a couple of really intense scenes in this one um, which we thought sort of added to the the whole experience uh, and this one also did this this also had the classic uh, clown slash 3d house um, vortex tunnel thing didn't it it had one of those
0: I'm sure it did. I, I actually don't remember, but I remember us thinking it wasn't a traditional clown house. Yeah, remember, it was a little different. For yeah, sure. they they were like creating clowns. Like cr- 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 clowns were like multiplying and creating one another and so forth. And I, so they tried to do something a little bit different with it. But the fact of the matter is, a clown house is a clown house, and that's that. It's just not our thing, you know. Yeah, I
1: I do I do remember my favorite thing of the whole house. At the beginning, I think that was this house. At the beginning was the where you had a uh, you had a, a, a guy strapped down that's like being forced to watch cartoons or something. Um, is, isn't that from Yeah, house? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and, right. And so I just that I thought worked pretty well and was pretty good, but yeah. it did not do enough to get it out of tier four. No, that's <laughs> right. Still
0: tier four. Okay, back to tier one. One of the greatest houses. Uh, again, it's hard to believe how many great houses were at 24, but Dollhouse of the Damned was a scary, eerie, um, troubling, just weird house that was great. I mean, super demented. Um, you, you've got, you know, sewing machines and needles and uh, dolls being impaled on stakes, and uh, you, you, you've got the, the creation of these things, and then Um, you know, you have adult babies sitting in high chairs, there's, there's, there's laughter, there's a ballerina room that was really, really creepy. You know, you just, every one of these things, every one of these kinds of houses where you got the toys and you got the, these are scary. I mean, dolls are just scary, that's it. But I remember, man, the one scene that got me both times we went through it is that there's a scene with a mother who's, counting the number of strokes that she is giving her baby with a hairbrush as she's brushing And it was it was just so terrifying. Uh, something about it, that was so, you know, should be calming, like a mom brushing her kid's hair. But no, it was absolutely terrifying. We loved this house, tier one all the way, dollhouse of the damned.
1: Yeah, this was another surprising one because I, I wasn't looking very forward to this house uh, before we went to the event. It, it sounded like sort of a classic... Uh, similar to a clown house that you're just trying to throw something at it and not sure if it's going to stick or work um but man did it ever and i this was the first maze we went through that night i believe um and i remember you know we were really pumped about it um because unless we are forced to uh if we have one that is absolutely the one that we think we really wanna see or one that we think is really terrible. We generally don't try to go with either of those first. Obviously, we don't always have a choice when you come out of the holding area or the annual pass holder area, you gotta go with what you go with. But I think we went to this because we weren't necessarily expecting it to be one of the best or one of the worst, but we just check it out. And it turns out it was one of the best. Yeah, absolutely. Tier one all the way. Alrighty, oh. well, let's, uh, let's see if we can move around a little bit here. I, 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 I'm gonna go with what could be in some ways, one of the most unusual and strange experiences that we've had both in this year and then on an ongoing basis because we sort of didn't quite get to it and this this is uh, another tier two house and this is uh, Roanoke Roanoke uh, cannibal colony yeah and this was one that that seemed to really be getting a lot of negativity before we went and we weren't we weren't again looking too forward to this as one of the better ones but it was really really solid with the set work and uh I, you know i know your old uh, review actually said uh, we had the uh, reality-based smells in there too <laughs> it and, and the, the tobacco and stuff so it's really it's really really good and then the weirdness of this one carrying on that there's this ongoing kind of meat uh chant and stuff that uh they used in that you know, some of our colleagues and uh, friends around the Halloween Horror Night thing still use, which, to be honest, I never qu- we never quite got into that, uh, that way as much as uh, some others. But it was, um, it was really, really a good house and somewhat uh, surprising, and so another solid Tier 2 house from HHN24, I think.
0: You know, one of the things I think that made us really like it, I really liked this house, Roanoke. I mean, I would even almost put it tier one. It's in our tier two. I thought it was amazing. But I think one of the things that caused us to enjoy it is somehow when we went through this bad boy, you and I were basically alone. There was no one in front of us, no one behind us. I noticed in my review that we were part of the RSVP the first time that we did that annual pass holder. We got in with the only annual pass holders early. I don't know if there was just a major break in the conga line or what, but we were basically alone, and it was terrifying. Uh, also, I love this time period, this, uh, this 17th, what, you know, 17th century thing. Um, I just love the, the, the set pieces for that kind of time period. You know, it's, it's, it's historical, and these, these, these colonial people, and they're turned to cannibalism, and they're just trying to survive. And, of course, there's the mystique around the, the, the famous lost colony anyway. Everything was great, and it was reality-based smells, man. You got that tobacco in there, and I, I really, really loved this house. So it was good stuff. Yeah. That was about, this is about as high of a tier two for me as you can get.
1: Yeah, and this was one of those few that we did go through more than once. We yeah. went through that once by ourselves, and we were able to go through it a second time. And partially because we wondered, was it really as good as it seemed? And we enjoyed it just as much the second time. That's right.
0: That's exactly right. Okay. Um, where are we? Let's go with Dracula Untold, Reign of Blood. Dracula Untold goes to tier two. For us, I again, I remember us really liking it. I think it was a uh, an impressive um, maze. It was definitely in one of the one of the studios. I think it had some good scenes in there. There was some good detail. But I remember, and I wrote in my reviews. We're going back and reviewing these things. I wrote that the the story was difficult to follow. So I think it wasn't just a classic. Hey, Dracula jumped out with his fangs and is scaring you. I think it was trying to tell. A historical account of some kind of Vlad the Impaler and everything. And, it, and as I remember, it was kind of difficult to follow what that story was. So you were really just enjoying the 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 immersive and the, the detailed of the scenes more than anything. But this gets a tier two for us.
1: Yeah, and it was a solid tier two. Um, and, you know, I may be in the minority here, uh, especially people that are fans of Universal, but to me a house really has to go above and beyond if it's using one of the classic monsters if you're using Dracula Frankenstein Wolfman you know mummy it's gotta be really good because you 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 are coming from a history and an understanding of the character that is really in-depth and solid already and it's just not gonna be that great or that interesting to see them doing these same things that you've seen them do for the last 40 years in movies or you know whatever yeah. and so I, I am not generally a big fan of the Universal Classic Monsters I, I, I mean, you know for these houses because I feel like it's, um, it's treading familiar ground and in this one I do think they tried to do something else and I do think they really pushed the Vlad the Impel- Impaler concept of uh, Dracula but it was, it was just a little spotty
0: yeah. All right. I think we got one more. What is it there? Uh,
1: well, we got one more tier one, and I believe that is um, Alien versus Predator. Um, and we we were pretty wide eyed going into this one as well, because we we both. I mean, we love Predator as much as anybody can. The movie yeah. and the concept, and of course, Alien is uh, a spectacular classic in its own right. And. This maze was sort of confusing because I really thought they were going to be fighting each other throughout the whole thing to see who would win and we were going to be put in the middle of it, but that really wasn't how it worked. Um, but I thought it worked great. I thought the sets were amazing. Uh, I thought the um, uh, the masks and the whole concepts of the alien and the predators were, were good. Um, and it's amazing in that we get a, uh, a third tier one here, um, which is, you know, as good as it gets. I don't believe we have um, have more than that in any uh, any year, but one that's still coming up.
0: Yeah, those puppets. You know that this was H H N was making top work of the puppets. We had the Werewolf, American Werewolf in London, 2013, which was just one of the best of all times. The Alien puppet was out of this world. And later, what was it? I guess it was Poltergeist. There was some incredible use of puppets there. So it was scary. I mean, it was good. It looked incredible. So yeah, definitely a tier one house there. So I mean, HHN 24 is just, it's just simply one of the best. I don't know any other way to put it. We absolutely loved it. And it, you know, it it, it accomplished for us what we were hoping for. I think that we could say, you know, we could go through these scare zones, but really what's the point? So I, yeah, I don't zones. think
1: we, I don't think we really need to go through the scare zones. To be honest, I think uh, we're focused on the houses now, and our tears on the houses. Um, you know, the scare zones are a great are a great addition to the overall feel of the event, but very seldom, very seldom it does happen. But very seldom do you walk away being like that. Scare zone really changed the whole feel of the event for me. Um, I can think of a couple in the last few years that do meet that, um, but in 24 25 26 it wasn't really happening that way. Yeah, I, one
0: of my favorite things actually is are the descriptions of the scare zones on the HHN sites you know, because they're just so detailed and you know, who will be able to get through the da 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 all of this detail and he, you know what are you going to do? I mean, it's going to be people walking around in costume. I mean, that's basically it, you know, so uh, some of it is really funny. But I love them. I wouldn't want Scare Zones to go away, of course. That one year they tried to do that with their roaming characters and everything. No, that, that, that did not, that didn't fly at all. Well, let's move on to Halloween Horror Nights 25. This is in 2015, and of course it's the 25th year. This is a big deal, and that means that Jack the Clown was brought back for the twenty-fifth anniversary everybody was freaking out and everybody loves jack and you know you and I like jack even though we just got through saying we don't like clown houses we like jack but we're just kinda ready to put Jack, you know, on the back burner for a little while. Let's get get into some different stuff. Seems like they've really been relying on him a lot.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think we can put Jack in the box and move on. Oh, I very think. nice. Yes, thank, thank you me. very much. No, I, Jack is a great character and has been a great icon um, over the years. But I'm not completely joking with making the joke about the Jack in the boxes. I'm just ready for him to be gone. I, I'm not I don't sit around wishing and hoping he comes back. I'm ready for something else. I mean shoot, there's a couple of the more minor icons that we don't know anything about that I would be very happy to have come back and lead lead the charge again at some point. Right. Um so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I don't hate it by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's a good, works well, a good concept. But I would not be bothered if Jack never showed up again. I really wouldn't. No, uh, that's quite a that's that's pretty big. Never. That's true. It, it's true. Well, I mean, maybe come back for a, you know a you know a forty or a thirty-five or whatever as part of a deal, but not just sort of leading the leading the event. Yeah. All right, well, let's do uh,
0: HHN 25
1: mazes. You want to start? Yeah. Um, well, again, we have uh, solid, this is another pretty solid year for sure. Uh, I, I'm going to start with one that we've had many, many versions of and have almost all been excellent, and that is Body Collectors Recollections. Uh, and this is a tier one house for us. And yeah. The Body Collector's sort of series, if you will, have just been excellent, and they work r- really, really well, both for scares, but also for just the, the, the set pieces and the view. Um, one of the, if you've gone to the last 10, 15, 20, whatever years of HHM, one of the ongoing items that you have to remember is the ripping of the spinal cord. Um, that that came from the body collectors um a, and i think it's so good they've just used it over and over they've used it multiple times i don't remember how many but it but it it works every time it is an amazing amazing uh scene when they show that
0: you know this one was set during a blizzard well a blizzard rages outside while the sharpens blaze swirl inside you know is like the the way it was described but w- man we we love that stuff anytime there there's snow there's snowing it's cold it's like it already is tier two it doesn't even matter what what's inside we just totally love it and this one did not disappoint you know being inside shady brook and seeing the yeah the spinal tap or the spinal cord scene just just definitely a tier one absolutely well amazing. i
1: mean i can tell you this if if hhn came out and announced a special all winter hhn i mean you and i would probably just pass out immediately that's right i mean without question i would love it love it all right
0: i'm going to go with freddy versus jason and um, freddy versus jason although it seems like that would be a tier one for us not quite we put that as a tier two Uh, There were some great elements to this, you know, we got the two greatest legends, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, throw Michael Myers in there, but Camp Crystal Lake, um, that was at the beginning, I think you got to see Camp Crystal Lake, and that was really cool to see. And then I'll never forget, you kind of come out of that into the Elm Street house, the beginning of the house, the front of it, the facade there. And you got that haunting song of the girl singing the song. And, yeah, I mean, it, it was good. But I remember, man, once you got inside the Elm Street house, there were, like, there were video projection, I think, of, like, Freddie. And I, it just kind of turned into this weird, this isn't exactly what we thought we were getting ready to get with this house. And I think because of that, it bumped it down for us a little bit. We were wanting something maybe a little bit more raw, a bit more organic than what we got. But nevertheless... It was still a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was. And I, I, I recall the, uh, we came out of it thinking, what were they, like 50 Jasons in there? And, yeah, right, I mean, right. Were, every one time you took a turn, there was another Jason, so much so that it broke the continuity. Like it, it did, you, there's no way it could be the same person. Um, I mean, that's, that's obviously true on a, a lot of houses when you're dealing with that. But taking, for example, the Halloween house, at no point did you see Michael over to your right hand Turn a corner and immediately he's over to your left, and it's like there's no way that can be Michael Myers in both these places at the same time. Again, of course, you can look at this as vignettes and be like, well, it, it can be because these are two totally separate things. But this was so intense that it just took you out of it, or at least took me out of it a little bit because they were it was just constant. Um, and so you know you got Freddy versus Jason, whether it came off of it or not, coming right after uh, Alien versus Predator. It was it was not at that level. wasn't bad, but it was not at the Alien versus Predator level, and hmm. therefore deserves you know being in the tier two instead of the tier one. I believe.
0: I haven't even thought about that. Alien versus Predator twenty four, Freddy versus Jason twenty five. I haven't thought about that connection there.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I guess another one. Let's let's hit another tier two. Another tier two is American Werewolf in London, and this was just sort of a straight re. Do of the 2013 version of American Werewolf in London, which is one of the great houses uh, of all time. We have that in our tier one that we did in our previous podcast. Um, this one was, was right in the same level as far as how good. I mean, it's in a solid tier two, but we had just seen this two years before. It didn't have a whole lot new to say. And I think that's what pushed it down out of the tier one in, for this year yeah i mean there's really not much else to
0: add go listen to our podcast on 2013 it definitely was tier one there but you know we just bumped it down because wasn't quite as good seemed like and so soon you know repetition so soon so there it goes well let's move on to the one that i think we want to talk probably the most about and that is the purge you and i man i mean we again Rexandthebeast.com. we we just kind of call them like we see them if we go with our colleagues and the general consensus on this house, it would probably be more like a Tier 3. And the reason is because everybody was caught up on the fact that this maze was originally supposed to be a Scream maze. And they were fired up about that. It's going to be so cool as Scream. But then, whatever, something happened, licensing, who knows. And the Scream wasn't able to come, so it ends up being a really quick redo to The Purge. And it just seemed like they were plugging in elements where a Scream was supposed to be. And so I was like, ah, it's no good. but. You and I went through it, and we were like, wow. For the first time ever, we had a plant. You, we, you and I talk all the time about how plants could be so cool, but they never work in haunted houses. And for the first time ever, there was a plant here that was actually effective. And you and I were freaking out in the maze. I mean, we probably missed three minutes of the maze because we were just freaking out that the plant worked so well tons of intensity, lots of screaming, super violence. You, your heart was just pumping, man, when you were going through this. We loved The Purge.
1: Loved it, and I'm not even sure that tier three is right. I think a lot of our friends and colleagues had it, would have had it in tier four, yeah, because they hated it, they said they hated it. And look, it, that just wasn't our experience at all. We came out of it um, looking at each other like, did you feel that experience that the way I just did? Because it wasn't anything like what we have heard, um, and and we were in agreement on it, and it was great. And you know, and again, just to clarify, uh, if anybody didn't go through it or, or maybe even is new to the whole Halloween thing, I mean, in this case, the the plant was someone there that was a worker and worked there, and was acting as if they were just part of uh, the the Tokonga line, and then did a uh, something pretty intense and. Uh, really, it did. It freaked us out. I couldn't believe it. One of the first things we did, I think, when we got out of here was uh, try to contact Seth Kabersky to say, holy crap, Seth, we just saw a plant work in a in a in a house. How can this yeah. happen?
0: First time ever.
1: Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's hard to mention that and not mention Nights of Terror. Well, it's impossible, really. I, I figured that's where we were heading, right, as we yeah. talked with Seth before about the the plant that went awry and what was the name of it? It was I the know, I remember it was it the, was restaurant the one it was the Italian restaurant yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. and and they tried to do a plant and I give them all kinds of credit for it to try to do something, but it just it just didn't work it did and work. and it, as you said, it never works i mean it, it's the coolest sounding thing, but you just have to have so much go right for it to work, and it never does but it did here for us. I have no idea if they used the plant throughout the entire um, um season but on this night it worked great yeah yeah
0: and you just you're so not expecting it because halloween horror nights mazes do not lend themselves to this kind of thing you've got four hundred thousand people going through every five minutes how can you have plants i mean does that even work somehow they pulled it off and it was it was absolutely incredible so tier one for
1: us well, let me uh, jump down to tier three, and I'm gonna talk about Asylum in Wonderland, a the sort of obligatory 3D house of the year um, for HHN 25. Uh, similar to clowns, you and I are not big 3D fans. No. Uh, we do not enjoy the 3D, I mean, the worst of all worlds is the 3D clown house, which is pretty common. Um, but in this case, it had as it sounds more of a, of a fairy tale issue that went wrong. And of course, people that have listened to this know that, that one of my all time favorites um, uh, on this uh, is the um, uh, Scary Tales Once Upon a Nightmare from HHN 18. And so I enjoy that concept, and of course, really enjoyed the way it was done in that Scary Tales in 18. That was a Tier 1 house. Uh, but this, this was nowhere near that level. Uh, there were a couple of interesting things, I thought, and to be honest, that's what kept it from being in Tier 4 because, you know, basically a 3D house is starting in Tier 4 and has to work its way up, and that's what happened to get this one into Tier 3. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally
0: with you. I, <laughs> in my review, I, I wrote, Why do 3D mazes always have themes that fit so nicely with 3D, like clowns and Alice in Wonderland? Why not try a 3D maze themed to original story of a brutal serial killer? <laughs> yeah, why not? I, I, why not? I, I, why not? Uh, let's go with that. So, yeah, I mean, everything you just said is right. I, what are you going to, you know, it wasn't horrible, but not, not great. But let's talk about horrible. The next one let's talk about is The Walking Dead, The Living and the Dead. So this is like, you know, the 15th year in a row that there was a Walking Dead maze. All, everybody's tired of it. But as we just mentioned at 24... The Walking Dead maze was unbelievable. We put it in Tier 2. I mean, it was a really, really great house. So we were open-minded going into this. Like, okay, maybe they're still going to do something great. But no, they totally ran out of ideas. They're totally doing this for the IP and just, you know, the attraction of the name The Walking Dead. It was horrible. This is the worst maze I think I've ever been through at a Halloween Horror Nights event. Um, When I was like six years old, and uh, we were living in danville kentucky and there was a rating roller skating rink there called the Windjammer, and they did a haunted house like a one little room walk through thing with some strobe lights that's basically this maze just on a much larger scale i mean just absolutely terrible tier four all the way
1: yeah for sure and I I do I do have actually I'm looking at right now well your review of this one and you have the line which uh, so it just sort of sets it up like you just said most of the scares especially during the first half of the maze could be recreated in 1982 roller skating rink haunted house and and I mean that's that's just true it was it, it was one of the only times that I think we have walked out and said I mean they just punted on this one they just didn't even try um, and the, even the bad houses I don't generally feel that way about, but this was bad. Yep. And that's the bottom line. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. Um, well, let's, let's go back up to tier three for another one that is one that I just, I personally just have not enjoyed the, uh, the thread, which in this one it's run, blood, sweat, uh, and fears. I haven't gotten into the run houses. Um, and the the one thing about this one that gave us a lot of uh, positive vibes was the idea that we were going to have Hellgate Prison, uh, right. which was great, of course. Um, there And it was neat to see again, but there really wasn't much else that was happening. Um, I, I, I think this is, for me, this is toward the bottom of even Tier 3. I really didn't
0: enjoy it much. You know, I mean, are they kind of trying to go for something like you know, what's the the running man or something here? I I, I don't know. I, the theme is just weird, and it, it just doesn't really work. Like you said, Hellgate Prison was cool, and let's just go with that. But I don't know. You know, you really you only the only reason you run is according to Val Kilmer is when you're chased. I guess so. Yeah, I don't were know. where we, we chased out of there?
1: Yeah, no, well, we, we, we ran out of there. We there's ran other, out of there. There's other reasons sure. you can run, and that's when <laughs> something sucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, we weren't really thrilled with uh, with run. So there you go. All right, next, insidious. Uh, as you might expect, the creep factor, I think I actually wrote this, is through the roof on this maze. Some great scares. Um yeah, you got the baby monitor and that scene in the film is absolutely terrifying. Boom, it's right there. Um just just a lot of fun, a lot of creep. This one this is going to scare you. Like if you're scared of haunted houses, then this house is going to scare you and that's the whole point. We put it into tier 2. Um I th- and I think I think the reason we put it into tier 2 is because it it just, it just didn't have you know, there's that fine line between it's good, but it's not great. And I think some of the rooms seemed like they were... It seems like we were walking through it thinking, hey, wait a minute, didn't we see that last year? In terms of the layout and stuff like that, and it seemed like there just may have been some recreation of some stuff. For whatever reason, we just didn't bump it quite to to Tier 1. Do you remember any other reason why we didn't do
1: not that? Not particularly, but I, I was not as high on it as you were, and maybe potentially for one reason, which was I'd never seen Insidious. Yeah. So um, I had it lower for that reason, but I think that's clearly true. I think you can see some previous set concepts that were in the house. And obviously that happens every year. The trick is don't let it be noticeable. And in this case, it was noticeable. That's right. I think that's where we ended up there. Um, All right, well, let's talk about what I think was our favorite house of the entire event, tier one, obviously, and that was Monsters and Mayhem. Um, I have to admit, this was another one that I was excited about but I was concerned about. Um, the idea here was, you know, you had you had throwbacks to previous previous HHNs and I mean let's 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 just lay it on the line here. The fact that they had the castle vampire scene, the vampire scene that we love so much the fact that that was in there it was going to be a tier one it didn't matter what else happened it's tier
0: one because of castle vampire
1: i mean mean, yeah that's that that's there's just no i mean you know you again the only thing people have heard us talk about more than knights of terror over the years is uh you know castle vampire so uh that's that as a whole
0: i mean we talk about the scene that just was like what are we even seeing right now but the whole maze was perfect
1: yeah it was i mean it's still mind-blowing to think that that came in 14 right, right. because right. obviously in a lot of ways they continue to get better every year with how they're building things and how they're doing this and whatever and the fact that that one was 17 years ago that's that's pretty unbelievable yeah it's phenomenal
0: yeah so tier 1 big time monsters and mayhem and you know we're going to get something not exactly the same thing cuz it's not a it's not a
1: blast back to previous mazes, but we're getting icons this year. So well, and if you'll recall, there was a scare zone in this year of 25 that was called icons. Icons, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. so they, they, you remember we interacted with, uh, I, I know in our video, we got some good interaction um, with um, the director and with storyteller and different things when they were out there in the scare zone. So Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: that's right. That was pretty cool. So we'll get a, get a maze this year. We'll see what that looks like. But that's 24 and 25, two very very good events. 24 maybe the best of all time, and um, you know continuing to kind of increase the quality and and the number and the the energy and the attendance and everything of these events. And It just keeps going up from here. So on our next uh, on our next breakdown, we will do 26 and 27, getting us all the way to 30 as we are anticipating. Uh, going to HHN this year. Thank goodness. And we're going to be going in October this year. So it's something a little different for us.
1: Yeah. And and I think this is, uh, just to give a little preview. Um, I, I think we just came off 24, 25, two very, very good years. We're getting ready to step into 26 and 27, um, which are, are not, um, I mean, so they, they aren't horrid, but, um, you know they are on the lower side. We we and so it will be good to talk about the implications of how that flowed from one to the other uh, next time. Yep.
0: Okay. Very good. Well, thanks for listening. Check out our maze rankings online if you want to see where all the other events rank for us. And until the next time, this is the Beast saying
1: be strong and courageous. Rexandthebeast.com. Join the journey.